Welcome back to another episode of Off the Top Podcast. Super excited to see you guys again or hear you. Well, you hear me again. And I'm super excited to get back on the mic with Julian. Julian, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. You know, that would be an interesting thing if we could see our fans via us recording beforehand which is a technology maybe I'll need to start working on. That or we make it out to one of these conventions and uh, have ourselves a little live podcast. That would be cool too. Yeah, I wouldn't mind doing a live podcast one of these days. Uh, We like our supporters and like our fans and we're really interested to see what you guys think of uh, this upcoming topic. Very interested and an interesting question in itself kind of is how this spurred on. Um, I got asked... Uh, in kind of like a very like random conversation way if if there is anything like any sport if you can think about all the sports out there if there's any sport where females have the natural advantage when it comes to competing against another person so when it like let me preface it by saying that um the the I guess the way of the sport, and this is how it was prefaced to me, was, you know, a competition against somebody like live. So, for instance, like basketball would be a competition against another person, being that you're trying to score and this person's trying to defend or soccer, baseball, uh, water polo, like you name it. Um, and I kind of like was thinking about that for a little bit. Julian, right off the top, what is your first impression of that? It's a it's a loaded question. I think it's definitely tough to to think of a sport right away. My natural instinct would be to say soccer, but in the way that question was phrased to you, and you know, what is what is some a sport that females are more naturally gifted at or give them an advantage in is makes it a little bit more interesting because I think females um, are on the same level as males in the sport of soccer, 100%. Not saying other sports, you know, there's a bigger gap, but I'm saying soccer is right on point. But I wouldn't say in that scenario that they're physically or naturally gifted to a, a higher level than the male counterpart. Interesting. So I don't follow soccer as close as it sounds like you do. So that was kind of like interesting to hear. I didn't expect that. But yeah, there is it makes it different when you think about kind of like in generalities, obviously, men happen to be um, taller, bigger, stronger and usually faster than their gender counterparts. And so when thinking about this question, you kind of have to think outside the box. And granted, if it wasn't just off of physical attributes, there would be tons of things that we could list off. But when it comes to just like physically, you know, what would women have the advantage against men at in a sport? It kind of leaves you pondering a little bit. One thing that just came to my mind is what do you, what do you think about comp not competition, but like almost game show competitive games where it's not just who is faster or who can lift more, but where it's more cognitive thinking in the process of okay i need to accomplish this task in a in a fast manner and there's probably you know a few different paths to do it but i'm going to have to use my experience or my thoughts to get to a better point than my counterpart if that makes sense interesting i never thought about it that way uh, it could it definitely could lend to if there was other layers rather than just purely physical. I think that's where we need to go. You're definitely on the right track as far as, you know, to find something that 
um, women truly have an advantage at, like in general, obviously, than men. I think that it would have to be something that encompasses a lot of different things into one activity or one competition, uh, a, a, like a sport in that instance. Another thing I was thinking about, too, is like if there was a sport that lended itself to people being more flexible, because talking generalities, I believe that women are, you know, naturally more flexible than men. So like that might be an avenue that we go down to. Yeah. And I think in that aspect, I like to think of gymnastics just because women, you know, generally are shorter. The average woman height is shorter. Um, they're a little bit more flexible in most cases. But I still think in some of those scenarios that um, the male counterparts um, have the ability to build more muscle, just, you know, over evolution of the body type and build more power to do more stunts or flips or rotations in some cases where it's really tough to say, you know, I'm not a huge gymnastics guy, but to know if there's a, if women have the advantage there as opposed to males, because you're always going to be dealing with whether it be flexibility or sheer size is like the power and force generated by each um, sex, so to speak. Yeah, there's there's definitely like gymnastics is kind of where it gets interesting. And I think that's why uh, the question, at least for me, was prefaced in that way, because there are some things like in gymnastics um uh, like that females and males do differently. So for instance, the, uh, I'm forgetting what it's called specifically, but the gymnastic activity where you have two rings that are like suspended from the ceiling and you do a whole bunch of stuff on those rings as far as like, you know, put your arms straight out while you're holding them and do certain like flips and acrobatics on the rings. That's a particularly like only male thing that you'll see. Um, and then also when you see like the bar beam, that's also a, a particularly female thing that you see. So I think that, you know, as far as that goes, possibly, or maybe even we got to think about what, what else are we missing here as far as what are some natural, maybe we just go down the list of things that females are naturally or women are naturally more, um, you know, just have the advantage in men. And then we break it down from there. Generally, I believe that women are have the capability to be smarter than men in most cases. And the reason why I say capability is because I believe if women apply themselves to a harder task or, you know, education, that a lot of the girls I know in my life um, are generally pretty smart. And if you know, they go down that route. Um, so I think it's going to be something where it's like a, a combination of knowledge as opposed to figuring out that way of using their strength. So like in my instance, I might think of something like CrossFit, maybe if you consider that a sport where um, structurally and fundamentally, when I watch CrossFit games, it looks like the women have the fundamentals down a little bit more as it looks like males are sheerly just kind of shifting weight. They still have fundamentals to an extent, but are sheerly just shifting weight around because they can and they're a little bit stronger, if that kind of makes sense. No, I think I think I agree with you on the aspect that I do believe as far as if we're talking about medians go that the average median or not the average median, but the median um, IQ of a of like a female compared to a male um, 
the female's median IQ is going to be a, like larger or higher. Um, you know, obviously that would imply that they're like have a median intelligence that is higher as well. Although if you do break it down to CrossFit, if you look at numbers in CrossFit or like, you know, as far as um, reps and granted, maybe I'm wrong in this. And if I am, I mean, please reach out and tell me or Julian, if you know, but don't men usually like regardless if it's form or technique, don't men usually have like, you know, quicker times and more reps and can do it in heavier weights? Yeah, I feel like for the most part men do, but I feel like if you broke down to weight like pound for pound, right? Like so a woman who weighs, you know, is stacked and weighs in this case 155 puts up the weight she does 27 times. Is that equivalent or more to the guy who's 190 pounds putting up, you know, X amount of reps at what looks like a higher weight? What comes out pound for pound in that scenario? I don't know so much about speed because that's always going to be a tough one, like women's 100 versus men's 100 um, in sprinting is always going to be, you know, more lenient towards the males than it is women. But once you can break things down to pound for pound, I'd be very interested to see how that shapes up. Yeah, definitely. I think it's um, I think pound for pound, it would be kind of interesting because then you'd have to, you know, uh, count for pound for pound of all the body. And I know that um, the thing that makes me say like, huh, about that is like be a little bit um, like quizzical of that is that females do have higher fat percentage in their body. So like in that one pound of like female muscle, um, like hair, body fat, blood, there's going to be more fat than there is in a male. I'm just trying to figure out because I, I mean, I just think generally as evolution has evolved, it's like when you go back to, um, I don't know if the Stone Age is the right time, but when it was like a more male dominant society at those times that the male was always in the role of hunting and gathering and kind of doing the heavy lifting and that's played into evolution over time. And now like, I don't know if depends on what you classify as a sport, but it's just going to be very hard to beat evolution and science for a lot of females to be, you know, have a physical advantage. If I, you know, lined up with a, a woman for something, some competitive advantage that naturally she's going to have a better tendency to win at. Yeah, I think so, too. And that's why it makes for such a good question in the aspect of what is, you know, what what is like that competition and how like you know wh why are they good at it and i think that you know we'd have to go to kind of some very like some like kind of like notable characteristics and granted guys we're talking about generalities here but like um i think that um women have to be more like uh you know better like leaders in diverse situations or you know more accepting of just like diversity in themselves or like you know in itself um and like obviously we talked about median smarts flexibility so is there a sport that you can think of that would accumulate just like those specific things and not that you know strength and speed and size would be not included but are to a degree less important that's tough and one thing i wanted to point out to you here is that i don't think we're saying that women aren't going to beat men and things it's just we're trying to find one sport that they're 
you know, more naturally gifted or might have a competitive advantage in for that competition. But in terms of sports, it's just really hard to put a finger on it. Like maybe, but like there's sports like bowling, right? Where female bowlers, the, the, the lanes are the same, right? A 300 to 300, you get, um, you strike out the whole, the whole game, you get a 300 and that's not going to affect between women and men. But I just putting, you know, power and speed aside, I think things are all going to be equal in bowling. Um, I don't think there's ever going to be competitive advantage for someone, you know, unless it has to do with hand size or something, you know, maybe a smaller wrist leads to more torque when you rotate the ball um, in your approach. It's just really hard to think of other sports that, you know, don't have a huge combination of speed and power, um, you know, like tennis where things are mainly equal, but at the strength of male tennis players, um, you know, female tennis players are going to compete, but that strength in some situations is going to give them a competitive advantage um, before the, the the match begins to put them in a better position to win. Yeah, I think that like all those thoughts are like quite accurate as far as like kind of like a in, incorporating everything that we're trying to in that sense and still like balancing out the power scale so that it's tipped and like to have a natural advantage for women. Um, what do you think about polo? Polo as in water polo? No, I like, like the horse. Polo. Yeah, like traditional horse ridden polo. Because hmm. I feel like that might be something that women just, ho- you know, equestrian based sports, you know, male, there's male jockeys, but they're smaller and that's more towards women's and maybe historically just women haven't become jockeys. I think that you are like, I think that that's probably the best suggestion or best thought that we've had so far, as far as like, you know, female jockeys being smaller, um, lighter, that, that in itself. And obviously like overall, like median wise, more intelligent, that might be in itself probably a sport that they might have the natural advantage in. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know enough about equestrian sports to talk much about that, unfortunately. Yeah, horse-related sports. But I just feel like in those competitions, like a lot of that is is based on, you know, the training of the horse and the performance of the horse. But you'd think a female's general flexibility and size difference to be lighter, to be a little bit lower and leaner with the horse, um, that that would play into effect in some sort of way. But then it also opens up the conversation, right? Do we consider that a sport based on, you know, the humans portion of that sport or how well, you know, they end up training that horse and then just kind of relying on the horse and guiding it, so to speak? Yeah, uh, I think that's particularly just to talk about what you last just the last point that you just made about, you know, do we consider, um, you know, horse racing or polo a sport um i think that that's that's perfectly fine as a sport just because due to due to the technology um that somebody is using in that sport and this technology would be horses um i don't think that it should make it less of a sport just like how um you know i think that baseball is a sport even though you couldn't play baseball without having like myriads of equipment you couldn't play baseball without having you know Obviously, baseball bats, helmets, 
um, gloves, things of that nature. But I think that, you know, baseball is absolutely a sport and it's a competition against others. So and then if you kind of say that equestrian sports where women are lighter, uh, more flexible and things of that nature have an advantage. What about like race car driving? So that's that's something I thought of initially, too. It's one of those things that I'm just not like, yes, I consider it a sport. I just don't know if you're born with a competitive advantage for that instance, because in any scenario, like, yeah, you may be lighter and stuff and things of that nature. But I don't know if that distinctively gives you you know, 20 pounds in those cars gives you a distinctive advantage in um, racing. And I think that may be shown just be between the few female racers that there have been in NASCAR and drag racing um, and probably Formula One racing that you'd see some sort of, you know, consistent winner. There's some top performers, but I don't know if, you know, a natural competitive advantage occurs from being female in those sports. Well, obviously not particularly your, you know, your gender would affect, you know, the results of, you know, if we both were in a race car and um, there's a third person and, you know, if we said before, like, oh, this person's male, this person's female, I don't think that that would have a notable effect on the actual, you know, the actual competition itself, the gender but the fact that maybe uh, the car is pushing or pulling a little less weight. If somebody was lighter than me and had the same skill set as me and it was a speed based thing in a vehicle where, you know, obviously my my strength really uh, is if I'm strong enough to turn the wheel and I'm strong enough to brake and I'm strong enough to hit the accelerator, then that's as strong as I need to be. Right. So that's where I think about that. But how about this? What about esports? Would you consider those a sport against somebody else? Yeah, I consider them a sport, but I just don't know if there's a a competitive advantage being maybe it hasn't been along around long enough to know. But like, I don't see any distinct competitive advantages between male or female. I think that for the most part, esports is a pretty neutral field, and some people are just born with faster reflexes than others. And you know, maybe cognitive thinking helps a bit, but I think there's so many variables there that a lot of things kind of even out between male and females. And right now, I think the scene is just more male dominant because society has made video games a more masculine thing, and it's slowly turning to be more and more equal, which is good to see. But you know, 20 years ago, it was just dudes who looked the stereotype was dudes who lived at home in their basement with their moms played video games, you know? Yeah, but it was with their moms. So their moms are good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. uh, The reason I say that is because I guess uh, reading some articles, they actually, and granted this, I would consider first off that this is sample size. Um, And basically a machine learning uh, program called Gosu AI surveyed about 5,000 gamers that play Dota 2 to understand the factors that separated like success and less successful gamers. And granted, only 4% of those respondents were women. But out of the four respondents, or 4%, sorry, 4% of respondents were women. Um, out of those respondents, which I do believe is 20, 20 of them were women. And out of those women, it was found that women responded, like the women that responded had a 40% higher win rate than the average men. 
our man. But I think that that has a lot to do with as far as like, you know, the 4% of women, the women to respond were probably likely going to be better gamers in the first aspect. And that if there was more sample size, maybe we can get a better understanding. Yeah, I agree. I think I think there's just a lot of variables that come into play with any sport to find one that women are naturally more gifted to give them a competitive advantage in. Not saying women can't compete with men in certain sports. We're just looking for a certain sport that women have a competitive advantage in because like as bare bones as it is like me versus a female in an arm wrestling match, you know, naturally I'm going to have an advantage to start of being, you know, a little bit stronger, or, you know, a little bit more power, so to speak, or the build of my body being a male as opposed to um, a female coming into this arm wrestling match doesn't mean I'm not going to get my ass kicked if the lady's stronger than me, but naturally that could naturally one would think that I would have the competitive advantage. Yeah. And we're talking like, you know, your median female, what whatever that looks like compared to your median man. So it's not that we're specifically making comparisons of particular people. So if you're listening to this and you're thinking, well, I know I'm better than a guy X, Y, and Z. You're, you're, I mean, that's definitely, it could be the possibility at all, but we're talking about on average. And I think that, you know, this conversation makes it quite interesting to think about as far as, you know, particular advantages and, you know, what those advantages in normal life lead to sports. And I think that another thing that we didn't mention just really briefly, though, is um, risk management. So in finance, um, Women are like, you know, I've learned and had classes on that women like asset managers and things have better risk management. So they make better decisions when it comes to risk than men. And that could just be a sampling size thing as far as, you know, there's not a lot of women in like uh, top, top like positions in finance themselves. Or it could be that women are naturally just better at risk management than than males. But once again, I think that the important and interesting thing is, is the conversation itself, kind of the contemplative going through the, you know, what makes what is an advantage and how like, you know, what advantages are um, present in females that males don't have. And, you know, how do we create a game or think of a game or a sport right now that exhibits such? And if you guys have any idea or hints or estimates or proven facts on sports that females have the naturally have the competitive advantage in you know median male versus median female we'd love to hear that um, and see look further into that and maybe you know do a follow-up episode once we have that information Um, but you know just off of a theoretical question it is a tough one to think of you know naturally once you think of all the variables but you know, we hope you guys enjoyed this podcast and pick something up. Um, and maybe some of our sports estimates maybe have got you thinking in another direction than you were. Uh, Jordan, any final thoughts? Um, just kind of a general thought in the aspect of, you know, I really enjoy kind of, you know, I'm really enjoying that you guys are enjoying this. And, um, you know, I thank you guys. I'm, I, this sounds like a broken record, but once again, appreciate all the support, all the love everything of that nature. Yep. You guys can follow us on social at off the top cast. You can shoot us an email at the off the top podcast at gmail.com. 
As always, thanks for listening and we'll catch you next time. 